Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hard and happy day before Thanksgiving, everybody. I'll give you guys your liberty brief after because you guys all know if you drive, don't drink. And if you drink, don't drive and all that stuff. But had a great day at the range today, went out and then did a couple things. Uh, Chris was out there. We uh, filming videos like we talked about. So new videos have been going up. I just put one up. One of the things we're looking at, we're doing a little bit of diagnostic work right now. I'm just going to jump right into it, uh, not get too crazy. Holidays coming up, going to knock this out, get ready to go. And I got video to edit down there. So I just want to have a podcast for you guys because I told you two a week. So I'm back in new season, back ready to roll. And so here we are getting ready to go. But anyway, um, we did a couple videos, really interesting if you ask me that we're looking at these minor offsets that happen, small little things that disrupt your shooting where we're not expecting it, like using bags. So uh, the videos we just put up, and I got one getting ready to edit here today, tomorrow, next day or two, is looking at like your game changer bags and looking at the variation, putting the bag either in prone or bag verse clipped in, on your tripod. So our videos are taking kind of two routes right now. So there'll, there'll be some of the prone stuff and what we're looking at from a diagnostic standpoint, from a prone standpoint. I mean, we nailed prone. The work Mark and I did early on to kind of like create clones. We, we, we mention all the times, talk about clones. What's a clone? Here's a clone. He's a clone. We want clones on the firing line in the prone. And I think we have a really great program to do that. And, you know, we can look at variations. We look at the bipods. Not all bipods are created equal, right? Better bipods are going to yield better results. Bipods steer the rifle during recoil, right, in a lot of ways. So if they're out of square, if they're not straight, if they're just stamped and in, in, in just out of, like I said, just out of that square, the recoil pulse will be off center, right? So your bipod is going to control how that rifle recoils. As well, the rear bag is going to manipulate and influence that same recoil pulse. Same thing on a tripod, shooting off the tripods we're looking at, is how is that recoil pulse interrupted? And today we did a neat video with some really interesting results. Um, so we started out like the first video that we did today was uh, bag versus clipped in. And we've done this video before. Clipping in versus a bag. Bag versus clipping into your tripod, right? You see a lot of people, it's the one bag solution. I'm going to put the bag on the tank trap. I'm going to put the bag on the barricade. Well, I'm going to put the bag on the tripod and do the same thing I did on the tank trap in the barricade, right? Or you can clip in. And what's the stability difference bag versus clipped in? Timing-wise, is it quicker bag versus clipped in, right? There's all these considerations. Accuracy, speed, right? So then today we looked at, or early in the week, we looked at Chris using in the prone a game-changer as a rear bag, and he moved it around. He, he used it in a variety of different ways on how we have seen people in the past using that game changer, right? On, on one point, saw different 
different ways guys will pull it in, pinch and grab, just using the bat, right? Whatever. There's probably like four variations that we've seen. We shot it over four variations. We actually shot like six different tests. But you'll see the bag either shift to the side, drop down, or move. So your shots are no longer center, center on your zero. They've now moved around your point of aim. And it's it's worth noting, it's worth looking at, and the videos are there for you to get an idea of how to test for yourself and how to look at it. So we started off prone. We go and we shoot the videos and we look at the manipulation of the game changer as a rear bag. And it does have negatives. It does have positives. And it's just like using a traditional rear bag or what Mark has been saying. You can incorrectly use these products, which then cause a variation, a deviation, a change in your point of aim to point of impact. That's what we're looking to correct, right? We want point of aim, point of impact. I had a great day of shooting today. Like I got out there, Chris had a phone call, something was going on, so I was waiting for him to finish up before we got going. So I had the TAC Ops rifle. And man, that the, the TAC Ops just hammer. So I was doping it out and getting some really solid numbers because the Gravity Ballistics app's going to be dropping, and I'll talk about that after this. But... I was center punching plates all day today. Oh, it was just, it, it was, it was, he actually, Chris actually drove around after and was like taking pictures of the shots because they were like so perfect. Um, he's like, oh, I want to keep them for reference and down the road. And if I need a picture, I got it. But anyway, so your bag, right? So we see in the prone using a game changer, there's variations. Which way is it going? We don't know. Is it going down? Is it going back? Is it recoiling and just going from target to target? You know what I mean? But, how you manipulate the bag absolutely matters in this context. So now we looked at it on the tripod, right? That's next. So we went prone and now we went to tripod. Going forward, if you're taking a sniper's hide class or a rifle class, a rifle craft class, you're going to want a tripod with you because we're going to be working both. So anyway, so now we go to tripod. And rather than bag versus clipped in, which is we already did, that video is up, bag versus clipped in, and accuracy and speed were very similar. In some cases, Chris seemed slightly faster clipping in than using the bag because sometimes the, the sand in the bag isn't sitting right and you got to readjust it where the ball head is always the ball head and clipping in. So that video is out there. So today, we go and bag clipped in, bag clipped in. However, we moved the location of the bag and the tripod. So we found the balance point of his rifle, set it up, put it on the really right stuff, loosen and unlock it, and put it so it balances and it doesn't move. Okay, we found the balance point, and we marked that balance point on his rifle. Then we did one full tripod mount forward. So the width of the tripod mount forward and the ward and the width of the tripod mount backward, right? So we have center, balance point, forward, backward. And he shot groups. Then we did the same thing with a bag. Center point balance, forward, backward. And when that yielded 
an interesting result. We reset it, and he set the bag up, grabbing the bag and the rifle up forward, and then grabbing the bag and the rifle, and then guiding the bag and the rifle, and not necessarily grabbing the rifle. And it was crazy to see shift and variation when you touch the rifle. If you ran your hand and just let the rifle recoil alongside of it, Chris shot a crazy group. But if you touch the rifle in a pinch motion, which is what I do, oh, I do that. I grab it and pinch both. It changed. It was like off. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So then he just kind of had his finger in his hand, however you want to look at it, running parallel to the line of recoil, and he wasn't pushing, touching. I mean, he was touching, but he wasn't manipulating the rifle. He just ran it on the bag and guided the rifle. Got to watch the video. Hard to explain guiding versus manipulating, but it's a thing. And our follow-up tests just found so many variations. Like, You don't want the bag forward of the balance point. You want it back. You don't want the tripod like back, but you can do it forward. So when you see this and you see the changes and variations, and the nice thing is, I mean, the changes aren't always big. There was a couple, like we would stumble on one technique and it opened the group up. It would just be immediate groups opened up and it's ugly. But then you'd be on another technique on manipulating the bag or touching or however, on both cases. And the technique either shifts the group, opens the group up, or puts it right where it's supposed to be, right? So we have three things. It's either it's maintaining at zero and shooting consistent. It's shifting the group but maintaining consistently or it's opening the group or shifting and opening, right? It's like crazy, right? So you can change and grab the bag this way. Boom, boom, boom. Shots all go perfect. Grab the bag this way, opens up the group. They're just all around the center. Grab the bag another way and you just shifted it down and right. It's like, whoa, how did that happen? Like, Chris saw this today when we were filming, and, and like I said, I'm going to be editing it and getting it up for you guys to watch. And he saw something drop down into the right like two tens, and then he went back and changed it, shot it again like this. It was like, okay, I'm going to do ABC. He went and did ABC. Now all of a sudden, he's like, well, wait a minute, I got to shoot D. And he did. And, and, and so all this video is coming up, all this content is coming, and what it's coming around to is we're creating this path, right? So you can see, what am I doing? Where do I clip in the bag? What's the So it's a shortcut. It's a path to an easier path instead of the trial and error. Now, you're still going to want to do a certain amount of trial and error, but you're going to want to focus that trial and error, right? This is focused. I mean, you look at it when we reload, So we have ladder tests. We have different ways to shortcut 
than going in the book and going A to B and doing all these things. Most people today have a shortcut path. I don't want to do 10 variations of this load. I want to do four variations of this load and then determine which one of those are the best. Same thing here. Where is it for your rifle, your setup? Because like we were, uh, one of the questions and one of the things that came up and Chris and I were talking about, and, and this is equipment. So we just did a video and more videos, right? We've put out like four or five. There's a bunch on Sniper Side. We're moving a come around social media. So we did a video where he took an MDT Elite chassis, pulled the rifle out, shot a group, right? Ba ba ba, zeroed it, everything's good. Pulled it out, put it in an ATX chassis. Shot a group, zeroed it up, checked the offsets, checked the deviations, right? And, and it, it was surprisingly tiny, like tiny. He would, like, to the point where you go to a match, you got your rifle in a chassis, it's on the ground, somebody runs your car over and breaks the back of the stock. But Bob says, hey, I got a Spear ATX chassis. I got a Spear MDT chassis. Like, you can literally pull it in the field, put it up, and it didn't even require a zero from an MDT Elite Pro to an ATX. Like, didn't need a zero change. It was right there. Now, both of them had a very slight one-tenth shift to the right, but otherwise, they were on. And so we're looking at all these problems, right? errors or things that happen because now we're going to be bringing in we got already people signed up for class uh, I'll go over that in a minute but yeah we got guys already five six guys have signed up for the classes so we want to be able to talk to you guys about this stuff what are we seeing two tenths and in I mean, fixing big stuff is easy. You got a guy who's a three MOA shooter and you're going to bring him down to a one MOA shooter. That's kind of easy. But bringing them from a one to a half is hard. So now we're looking at all these variations, all these things to say what might be the silver bullet, what might be the voodoo, the magic, whatever you want to call it that says John's plateaued. John's doing a lot of stuff that looks really good from eight feet back but maybe I come into three feet into his space and now I'm going to see one of these variations the bag is sinking there's a shift there's a bounce off of his body there's something happening that's giving him that two tenths variation that plateau in the standings or something to that effect that says I'm stuck. And now you want Frank and Chris to find it. Where am I stuck? Well, we need to look at all these things. We need to look at everything, right? I'm looking at all of it. Where are you stuck? Where do you feel you've gone as far as you can go yourself or where you currently are that you now need next level? That's what we're looking to answer, those questions, those where are we, right? So check out these videos. The videos aren't necessarily just there to show you, 
hey, guys, look at us. The videos are there to kind of push you to check stuff, right? I mean, a lot of this that we're doing could be checked 100 yards on paper. So now you can go and look at it. You don't, we're, we're not, like, the range goes to, from the firing line, my range goes to 1825, right? But I'm not putting 1,200-yard shots out there and saying, look at me. We're doing this at five, six, 100 yards, you know? And so you can recreate it. And each video is asking you a question, asking you to look at things yourself, and to determine where do they fall. Maybe they're good for you. Maybe you drop in, you do your thing, you shoot, and you repeat the tests that we showed you. Nothing changed. But maybe you find out this is where your wandering zero comes from. It's like you're shooting, 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 everything's good, check your zero, put it away, go home, do your thing, come back two weeks later, your zero's off. Is it you warming up to your fundamentals, having that cold shooter, or is it something else? Is it is it addressing a bag a different way every time? Is it not checking where you're clipped into the tripod perfectly? And maybe you're a half a plate forward or a half a plate back, and that's changing something. You know, we're looking at not just the point of aim, point of impact, We're looking at the accuracy involved. We're looking at what it takes and what moves it. So that way, when we see it, we can fix it, right? Next level stuff. So let's talk classes. So we put up the classes for Sniper's Hide and Rifle Craft, and we've already got about five, six people signed up for here. Again, we're going to be doing, so I did talk to Mark. Uh, he, He FaceTimed me the other day, looked really good. His left side is a bit nuked, but he's working on it, and it's starting to move. But it's going to be a road, you know what I mean? And he's got to move down that road before he can get back on the line and and do what he needs to. But we were talking uh, July, Alaska is still going forward. So anybody wants to come up to Alaska or Alaska guys listening, July in Alaska looks like it's, it's going to go forward. We're going to kind of let Mark focus on that, put that on his plate, and see what what goes on, but we'll we'll look at July, uh, July Alaska. Now we I did talk to some of the East Coast guys. I'm gonna try to move you to Ohio this time. Okay, we can we can talk about a, a year later or whatever. But I want to see what the r- results are. Cutting Pennsylvania out this year and moving to Ohio and trying to do two classes or so in Ohio. Um, I think that would be a, a nice little thing, and I think it's a good range. I think the fees are better, and just generally speaking, less driving uh, there and back. Uh, it's only 15 minutes from the hotel to the range. There's the bar right there. Um, so we have options more so in Ohio than we do in Pennsylvania with the ride, the cost, and the whole thing. But don't get me wrong. We love we love everything we, we've done in Pennsylvania. And um, so that. So anyway, that that's going on. So I haven't put the East Coast, the September and beyond classes up on Sniper's Hide. But we did put some of our Cameo classes. We did put our Fort Morgan classes, the starting ones up there. So you can go and sign up. 
tying that all in there. I, I was on the phone yesterday. Oh my God. I was on the phone yesterday with, um, uh, the app people, Gravity Ballistics is going to probably get put in for approval this week. I will look at adding the wind, the crafty quick wind, somewhere around, oh my, these guys are annoying, somewhere around March. So March, I may do the upgrade and I may do the quick wind then. Right now, it's just going to be the Gravity Ballistics. The app's ready to roll. It's 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 a, it's working well. They were just going to brand it, do something, put a link back to Sniper's High. Then the next one getting done is the training side, this. So we're going to be bringing in a lot of the training pages. And if you took a class and we sent you to precisionrifle.net, precisionrifletraining.net, that's going to be part of the hide. The videos are going to be within the realm and within the app. So that's moving forward. I went yesterday and approved. So we got the Gravity Ballistic stickers coming. I did a little bomb logo. Looks pretty fun. Um, so Gravity Ballistics is going to be coming uh, with that, and that's all we'll be launching within the next probably two weeks because it's about a 10-day process for Apple and Android to approve it. But it should be going in any day now for its approval. But Gravity Ballistics is working fantastic. And and the videos will be coming out in, in the different... Uh, oh, Jesus, these guys will not... Um, stop talking so anyway uh so we're gonna be doing the gravity ballistic stuff and that'll be dropping we'll be shooting some videos we'll be explaining how to do it we have the workbook the worksheet and we have the app so you'll be able to do it either way uh it just it's it's just it's next level it, it just makes life so much easier and we'll be showing you how to take the data from Gravity Ballistics and feed it into your computer and then setting your computer up using that pre-true details, right? Gravity Ballistics is pre-true data. It's ready to roll into your app. You don't have to add something to your app and then true your app. This should be pre-trued and ready to roll. You just line it up and you're done. Um, again, we've talked about this uh, as a review. We've talked about this a whole lot. You you take it, you line your 600 yard up with your muzzle velocity, make, make it match. Then you take your 1,000 yard and line it up with your BC. You roll that middle number, the BC. You make it match, and then everything's good. And then over a little bit of time, you can double check, fine tune, and go to smaller and smaller targets and, and just clean it up a little. But it should be good. It should be ready. So Gravity Ballistics will be dropping probably within the next 15 days for your Apple and Android uh, as well. The videos are going. The online training's going to be revamped. We've been doing these videos, and, and we're kind of slowly bringing it around to pop it in. But we're making, we're making sure we're doing about two videos a week. We're going to be wanting to do two of these podcasts a week. I already do have discussions with people for guests. So we'll have special guests coming in to talk to us. And um, we're just looking to bring you the long-range solution you've come to expect from Sniper Side and myself and those things, right? I mean, this is where you guys all started, and, and it's going to just keep going down the road, getting better and better. We're just, we're, we're really, we're, we're like, 
working with Chris and, and myself together, it, it, it's it's a bit of a learning curve with either one. Like, you know, his cues, my filming, and then getting the cues and the filming to line up. And then understanding where each one's thinking so that it's like he doesn't move left when I'm bringing the camera right. And then he goes out of frame. It's like, oh, shit, you went that way. I was thinking you were going that way. And so there's all those little things that have to be learned, modified, played with. But we're in a good spot. We, Like I said, we knocked out a couple, two, three videos today. And um, just that alone is is there to bring attention to the hide, bring attention to the app, bring attention mainly to gravity ballistics. And then once this drops on the gravity ballistics side, then the craft quick wins coming. And I got a sheet here. I was going to add the craft quick win to the gravity ballistics app and they're hungry to add it. Like the app guys were like, dude, let's do it. And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if the numbers are right and how we're doing this yet. But when we do, you're going to have this simplistic elevation in this simplistic wind that'll get you started, right? No more is it going to be, how do you learn to shoot in the wind? Grab a case of ammo you're and go shooting it. Yeah, what does that teach you? How to waste ammo? No, now you're going to have numbers. Now you're going to be able to say, I was telling somebody on, uh, the guys, it was the app people. They're asking questions and stuff. And, and, They've seen shooting, you know what I mean? But so they're asking questions like Kentucky windage. And it's like, you know, oh, is it Kentucky windage? It's like, yes, the concept is the same as Kentucky windage. The problem is we have a value to it. So when you're looking at these things, it's got a value number to it and it's not a swag. Right, That's the difference where Kentucky windage was, I'm going to swag the sights to here and hope I hit. Now it's like, well, I'm shooting this far, so that's got to be here for where I start. And, and it's a huge difference in a lot of ways. I mean, if I just brought you out to my range and gave you a case of ammo and said shoot in the wind but told you nothing, you're not going to be any better than... When you started, but if I turned around and said, follow this model, read the wind, look at the angle, add these two numbers together and hold that, well, now you have a value because you can read the wind, you can look at the angle, right? That's what's going to change, velocity and angle. What's the speed and what's the angle to target? So I look at those two things, I get my value, and then it's going to be a simple, you know, six plus eight. Hold one four, okay, right? And 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 so that's what we're looking to do. But we got to flush it out. We got to make sure that it's 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 right and and everything's good. In that, it looks like there's more than one way to do it, too. And that's part of why I want to make sure, like, it isn't two ways. It's really one way, but they both look similar. And once you get to this point, this one doesn't work anymore. And I make sure that doesn't happen. But we're going to have a quick wind. And you already have gravity ballistics. It's, it's going to get you up and running in minutes, not days or months. Minutes. So that's where we're going with um, that. So gravity ballistics will be dropping soon. Everything's moving forward on that. The Sniper's Hide Rifle Craft Training. 
There are dates up on the hide. We are taking signups. Payment comes 45 days prior. And as well, I'm creating the landing pages for our classes with resources. So you'll be able to get the gravity ballistic sheet. You'll be able to get different informations. And hey, I'm taking this class here. What do I need to know? Oh, you're going to need to know this. Okay, cool. And then, hey, I'm taking this class here. What do I need to know? Oh, you're going to need to know this. And so it's that kind of stuff. Um, And so all those uh, resources will be um, happening. So no sweat whatsoever. But yeah, it's, it's looking like a good drop for SHOT Show. Anybody who's listening who's out there, I will be all week at SHOT Show. So if there's anything that needs or if you want to um, touch base with me or talk about the hide or do something like that, I will be at SHOT all week. There'll be some of the ad sales people at SHOT. So if you want to do banner ads or anything like that, I have the sales team that will do your banner ads for you and you can get a meeting with them because they will be there as well, wandering around, uh, taking their meetings. But definitely we will be at SHOT all week and we will be taking meetings. But in the meantime, you want to watch this spot. You're going to want to watch Snipers Hide. You're going to watch our video. It, it, I want to just kind of weird with this like content video and all that for a second. So generally speaking, I've used YouTube. You know, I have a YouTube channel. It's got a decent amount, but after 2016, it took a major hit. It was uh, limited. It, it, it's, it's, of course, it's, it's every sort of gun industry, social media horror story you've ever heard. Sniper's Hide as a brand has been affected by that. So, like, I go to Twitter. I just kind of restarted the Twitter account again, X. So I go there, but I'm pre-banned by a lot of stuff. And, like, I was shadow banned big time. I had to go complain and get, like, unlocked. So I was not only search banned, but I was shadow banned. I was all, like, all of those were red for me. So I finally got those off in in it moves a little bit to advertise what's going on the hide. Facebook's the same way. I get suppressed. My numbers have crushed down quite considerably. But the bitch is, it's like I go to Rumble, and I've been putting all the videos up on Rumble. So if you have a Rumble account, there's a Sniper's Hide channel on Rumble. In the bitches, I get like two to 400 views on Rumble. And it's like, okay, two to 400 views. Woo! The same video gets two to 4,000 views in the exact same amount of time on YouTube. Even now. Like, it's not like it used to be like right around 4,200 views in like two days. Now I'm like 2,300 views in two days. Just because one, I don't keep up with it, but two, because of the bands, right? So it's, it's still, it's like... I got 3,000 views over here. I got 300 views over here. And it's like, I don't want to support YouTube. I don't want to go and use that. I want to use the Rumble. Like the Vimeo and that stuff I use for Sniper's Hide because it it works in and I have my enterprise and I could do all my videos. But that's different. That's more or less just the, um, you know, that's internally Sniper's Hide giving you the best picture, best everything that we can. But socially you gotta like advertise it so you put it in rumble and it's like 
where's the views? You guys are all supposed to be conservative over here. Why am I getting grand over here and a hundred over there? Uh, I hate that. You know what I mean? It's just really, really annoying that you you can't um that you can't uh get that to balance out better. And and and, and you, like the funny thing too. So I was uh I was changing ammo. So I I got the Norma um ammo, which is like the old Prime. I bought it from CR2. So CR2 supply cage has like Norma 65 Creed, but any Norma ammo and it's like 10 bucks cheaper than anything else. And it's good, it's just a little slower, but it's like the Prime. It's the old Prime ammo just rebox normal golden target or whatever it is now. So I buy it from Roberts. Well, I went I was using the 130s. They have the 130 load which is exactly like the old Prime, but they also have a 143 grain load. And I had extra case of 143s and stuff. So I, I re-zeroed the TAC Ops from the 130s because the TAC Ops only has an 18-inch barrel. So I re-zeroed the TAC Ops to the um, 143s. And it was like a low left impact kind of thing, you know, like three-tenths off, two-tenths to the side, whatever it was. But anyway, I'm on the tripod. I'm zeroing the rifle, and I shoot this beautiful group. Got the Garmin out front. I'm chronographing it. 2650 on the 143s. I mean, it's like dead on 2650. 143, 6.5 Creed more short barrel. That's the speed if you want to know where it is with factory on my TAC Ops. Uh, 2650. So I shoot this baller group. Like, whoa, that group is fucking amazing. And so what I do is I um I, I just grab my phone and I'm like, hey, look at the tech ops. Hey, look at the Garmin. Hey, run to 100 yards. And I post it. It got three times the views of anything else. And you don't even really see anything. It's like a shitty, it's just like my phone, like, hey, there's my tech ops. And as I walk past, I'm like, hey, there's a Garmin. And then I walk the 100 yards, almost jogged it. And then, hey, there's the target. There you go. And it's like triple the views. So I don't understand, like, why I'm going through making these videos, why I'm going through putting through the effort of editing it. Like, could I literally just, like, grab my phone and go, hey, look, everybody, I'm going to shoot this and do this. Yay! Bang. And that's going to get three times the views? So, I mean, there was a shift after 2016. I'm old. It's different. They don't like it. Like, people thought, like, if I do, like, my videos have a process. So I start off generally, I, I've done it different with Chris and stuff, but generally speaking, it's like an unsaid best practice in the front. So here it is without really saying anything. I'm going to shoot best practice. Then you'll have the intro, and then I'm going to talk about what I'm talking about, and then go from there. Well, everybody was like, that best practice was your intro, and it's like, well, no, if you watch, that's telling or showing you how to do it, like, mechanically as best as I can. And then the intro is about 15 to 12 seconds, and then I talk and do the video. And everybody is like, no, you're a minute in, and we don't like that, and your intros suck, and blah, blah. And it's like, what? I, I And it, and it kind of shows. It's It's crazy that my 
hey, look what my tech ops did on my iPhone is better than, hey, look at what Chris and Frank did with editing. So I'm not quite sure where that resonates or what I'm missing. I mean, I know sensibilities have changed. You got the younger up-and-comers, and they're a little bit more, hey, out there with the long hair, and they're doing this and doing that. Or you got the LARPers, you know, the Grantham kind of guy. It's like, I mean... I guess he's just like a digital encyclopedia, but what does he do that? It's like I see him running around dressed up and he's whiz banging it, but he's really just like, okay, I'm going to run through the woods and I'm going to, he's not in the woods, he's out west here, but he's like, I'm going to run through the, the field. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, this is cool. It's an M4. Wow, look at this M4. This is an old M4. This M4 is serial number. And it's like, is it the cosplaying? Is like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I'm old and I get it. I'm just out of touch with um, what some of the people are looking for in their video slash content. But we are putting it out. We are doing the content. And um, I'm putting Chris's face up forward. So there's definitely some, some video content for you guys to absorb, for you guys to watch, and um, for you to check out. So you can find him either on Sniper's Hide or look around our social medias. Definitely hit my Rumble page. If you're on Rumble and you're doing that, I really, really need to do something with that Rumble page because Rumble does work very well. Um, it's a great platform. The app is good. Everything works pretty well. Uploading it, me putting videos on there are good. They 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 view nice, you know, on your phones and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I just need more subscribers to the Rumble page because I. Like I said, I want to get off YouTube. You know, I know everybody's there. It's got years of it. I got million subscribers, you know, and it's more than that. But and you know what I mean? But, ah, oh, man, do I really have to use YouTube? Because I'm not a fan of it. But I will, if, if, if that's where you want to be, if that's where you generally are, let me know in the comments. Just say, yeah, YouTube, no, Rumble. Yeah, YouTube, no, Rumble in the comments and just let me know. Give me a, give me a note. Um, what you think, where you're at, and, and which one should be working better. But questions too, if you got a, if you got a, a thing like, hey, I don't want to do this, but maybe you guys will, like the bag variations. You know, it's everything Mark had said with the rear bags. It's just, yeah, it works great for me. Yeah, it works great for me. But we can demonstrate a problem. If you do it like this, it works great. If you do it like this, it doesn't. But that could be said for a rear bag as well, a normal old school. Hinge it, and you're going to shoot high. Not enough tension, movement, whatever the case may be, it may drop in and sink into the bag, right? Oh, excuse me. That came out of nowhere. But anyway, there, there's there, the back of the rifle matters. You know what I'm saying? The back of the rifle tells us a lot. How it moves during recoil. I mean, recoil is everything. Recoil is the king. I mean, which way that right? I mean, that's what Chris showed. That And, and part of what I was saying to him is when he was on the tripod, when he was on the bag, his hand is interrupting the recoil pulse and moving it, and it's like bouncing off. But if he just guided the rifle he shot this tiny little group dead center it was like 
whoa, that was insane And And it was like, shot a group, shot a group, shot a group, shot a group. Hmm, I saw something. Let me try something different. Something different. Whoa, that. You know what I mean? Do something different. See where it is. See if there's a variation. I mean, that's part of, that's that next 10%. That's where we're looking to go. We want to push you to that last 10%. Yeah, you're 90 degree, 90% there. 90% of the way there. That last 10% is the hardest. You know what I mean? It's the hardest to cover. So we're trying to push you to, to, to look at that last 10%. So head on over to Sniper's Hide in the forum. We're going to be coming on lives more often. Weather's going to be changing. We ran out to the range today because it was 70 out. Come uh, Friday, it's supposed to be 30 and potentially snow. Um, so I won't be out. So that's why we knocked out some of the videos today and got that done. I'm going to shoot a gravity ballistics one in. Um, so you can understand that and see how that works using both the chart and the app. I'm going to demo the app. I went to do it out there today because I was waiting um, a little earlier. He was making some calls. But the sun was too bright and trying to kind of cut the camera and into the sun and into the phone and then shades are pain in the ass. So I could just I wrote all the data down. I shot it. I did all that. And I'm going to be able to knock a video out internally to show you what I did. And and I fine tuned it like I I I made sure because, you know, the crazy thing with the tac ops. I mean, it's such a hammer. It's so laser beam is that I could I can go two mils to four, and it's going to be pretty good. I can go four mils to six. It's going to be pretty good. I can go six mils to eight, and it's going to be pretty good. Now, it's like three, four, or three, eight at six. You know, it's like uh, six, one at eight. But two tenths, right? I can get away with it, and I could just go two, four, six, and have some good yard lines. So that's a nice way of doing it. But um, yeah, I'm going to do the video, show you the gravity ballistics. You guys are going to like it. It's so easy. It's so much. And it, it was just center punching me today. I mean, Chris was like, whoa. And he, he drove through and took pictures, you know, because it was like, look at your center punches. I was like, yeah, I nailed it. But um, there you go. All right, guys, I'm going to take off. If you drink, don't drive. If you drive, don't drink, right? Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat as much as you want. Hug your families because there's no masks and bullshit no more. Do whatever you got to do. We're going to be having a steak Wellington here or beef Wellington or whatever that shit's called. Um, we're not doing turkey. So, uh, and then Chris is going to pop over. So we're going to have Thanksgiving here. About four of us, five of us maybe. Um, we're going to do a Thanksgiving here. So to you and yours and to all your families and everybody, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you on the other side of that. Be safe out there. If you're flying, if you're driving, be careful. Head on a swivel, right? Head on a swivel. Gas stations, convenience stores, all those places, get your head on a swivel and make sure you're watching yours, okay? Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Do 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 do